0: Hey, I'm Max Clark. Let's talk about resellers and why a reseller might be good for you. Uh, Resellers can take a couple different forms, right? They call themselves resellers. They can call themselves distributors. They can call themselves service providers. It doesn't really matter. What matters is they are buying something from somebody else and in turn, putting margin on it and selling it to you. When I just say that, right, they're buying something from somebody else, putting margin on it and selling it to you. That sounds like a bad thing. Why would you want to work with a reseller? Because they're adding margin and you're going to spend more money. But that's the trick. A lot of times, you're actually not. And this is why resellers and service providers can be good for you. The first thing is, when a manufacturer or when a, um, an ISV, a software company, decides to make a product, they can sell that product direct. So this is you a know, direct sales channel, and you can buy it from them and deal with them directly. Now, in order to get um, service support and discounts from that company, you have to get to scale and size with that business. I'll give you a basic example. If you're a 100% company and you go buy from Salesforce— You're getting a very different price from Salesforce versus a 100,000 user company buying from Salesforce. And there is nothing that you can do to get that 100,000 seat price at your 100 seat count. It's not happening because Salesforce is a direct only model. You're dealing with Salesforce. They define their tiers. They define their support structure. They define everything. There's a lot of ISVs in the market. um, And I'll use, uh, let's just say hardware manufacturers. Let's say, you know... um, I won't use I won't name names, but let's say you needed a firewall and a switch and access point and an SD WAN service. A lot of these things have direct motion now, where they will sell to you direct. You can go, you can go to their website, you can go onto a, um, a, a reseller, you know, to, to whatever it is, you can buy and have the thing shipped to you, right? And or you can go through a reseller. And by the way, here's a here's another secret about the whole reseller market. If it is a name brand uh, manufacturer, ISV, you need to deal with a large reseller. Okay, now large resellers come with their own complications. Part of the reason why my business exists is because we help our clients deal with these large bureaucracies of. of, of- you know, behemoth organizations, right? So you know, there's always this thing where it's like, oh, if you deal with a smaller service provider or reseller, you get more personalized attention, you get all these different things. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna tell you about that though is what you're missing. And what you're missing is if if it's a think about it this way, if the manufacturer is doing a few billion dollars a year in revenue and they've got a reseller in their market and their channel that's selling 10 million dollars a year worth of of their widget, where does that reseller sit in their priority and their and their tiering and their attention and their discounts? at the extreme bottom. So you want to interact and you want to deal with resellers and service providers that are much higher in the stack because why? They get bigger discounts and flexibility and margins and marketing funds and everything else from that manufacturer. They have more attention because they're more important to the manufacturer. So if you're dealing with a reseller, I hate to break it to you. Don't use a little mom and pop in your neighborhood. Go find a really big one and figure out how to work with a big one efficiently. You know, so what we do. Call us, right? We'll help you. But the point here is if once a reseller crosses, let's call it a hundred million dollars in sales, now all of a sudden they have interesting things that come up. They get access to different discounting. And part of what they're trading and why the manufacturer is giving them these deals is that manufacturer is pushing a lot of volume. There's a lot of weight, but they're also going to be supporting you as the end user. So that service provider, that reseller now is taking on the support load and is taking on um, your interaction and is staffing out their own engineers, is doing the installation, is doing the first call, is doing all these, um, you know, is is buffering a lot of this um, what becomes very problematic for the manufacturer to deal with at scale because it's it's just it, it it becomes really complicated it's hard to operationalize in exchange for taking all that on in exchange also for the size that manufacturer gives that reseller a bigger discount so right so now you've got something that can happen that turns into just pure gold for you as a customer when you were buying this widget again, hardware, software, whatever it is, is now you have the option and the opportunity of dealing with a reseller, and either they're going to take and they're going to include their services, and you're going to get value from services from them for the same price as if you went direct. So same cost, go buy it direct and get nothing or go through a reseller. Now the reseller is taking their margin and adding services and value to you in attention and care that you wouldn't get out of the manufacturer. So that's one place. Or the second thing that you could see is the reseller is going to pass on that discount to you and you're gonna get value and lower cost from that reseller than the the manufacturer. Or maybe it's both. Maybe you get service value as well as margin value going through a reseller. And by the way, uh, this applies to cloud services as well. Big secret. You can you can do this in the cloud world. It's not as efficient because we, we you know the resellers don't have the same scale and and uh, and leverage that they do. This is a leverage game. So we want the resellers to become bigger and bigger and bigger because then they create more more uh, leverage, and then with more leverage that that it ends up getting passed down to the this is the Amazon business model by the way in terms of like selling product to you right like the entire thing is with Amazon is just like they wanted to get really 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 big so that way they could put more pressure on the you know people building the the stuff that they were putting into their distribution facilities and selling to you so that way they could drive prices down so that way they could give you a better price so that way you would only shop with them ever which would give them more volume which would give them more leverage and that's the flywheel right so uh, anyways back to what I was talking about before I went on anyways so the trick now becomes finding and identifying the reseller, the service provider that matches the value that you actually want, right? Is this a, we're just looking for discounting and price efficiencies. Let's go get you one that gives you better price efficiencies and discounting. And, and it, it exists, guarantee you whatever you're buying. Well, Salesforce doesn't exist for Salesforce. Um, they have to have a, a a reseller channel. They have to have a um, an indirect channel in order to take advantage of these things and not just a direct sales channel. Most large entities do. Let's just leave it there. So maybe you're just looking for margin and you're just looking for a better price. You want better unit economics and you want to, you know, you know, instead of spending, you know, a thousand bucks a unit, you, you can go and you can get it for 850 a unit. I mean, that's an example. And, and by the way, another big secret with these things is a lot of times the resellers can tap into market development funds or marketing development funds, which fits into a different category within that manufacturer. So in the manufacturer, there is money in that manufacturer's marketing department to give you a better deal when you're buying that thing that they can't give it to you on a on a line item basis on the unit, on the widget that you're buying, but they can give it to you because it's coming out of a marketing budget to acquire you as a customer. So that's another big secret. And I've got lots and lots of examples of these things and it's, it's it's magic. I mean tapping into MDF when you're doing any sort of projects with these things, it's just absolute magic getting excited just thinking about it. Uh, I had a tagline for a while. It's talking about like abusing balance sheets of billion dollar businesses. And this is (laughs) really what that comes into play because there's money out there that if you know how to get into it, you can do cool things with. And by the way, the manufacturer wants you to use that money because they're desperate to acquire you as a customer. And that's why that money exists. This isn't like a bad thing. This is good. This is good for them. It's good for you. Everybody wins. It's yay. Um, The other side of it is in services and a lot of these manufacturers and ISVs cannot support you. You know, Google does not have a support organization for Workspace and GCP. Like they have they they don't. They'll tell you that they do, but there's a reason why they push Every single one of their workspace and cloud customers into a CSP, which is a cloud services provider, into a CSP is they want that CSP providing support to the end user because they can't do it. They know they can't do it. They don't want to do it. They suck at it. It's terrible. Um, You are going to be dealing with a CSP. Now, in order for that CSP to come in and provide that service to you that, that Google wants them to provide, they have to give the CSP, you know, the CSP has to be incentivized to do it. How do they do that? They get margin on the resale, that margin creates space for them to make money on the resale and to also offer you services and create value on that resale. So now again, you get back to this, again, magic alignment where you have the opportunity, you can go buy it, you know. I don't know, spend 20 bucks, $20 a unit buying it from Google. Or you can spend $20 a unit buying from a reseller and getting support for free included. Or guess what? You can get a discount when you buy it from that reseller. It's not going to be 20 bucks anymore. It's going to be less than 20 bucks, And you still get the value of the services on top of that. And Google's happy, the reseller's happy, and you're happy. And everybody, this is good for everybody. So if you're in the situation where you're looking at this and somebody's telling you, like, go out and use a reseller. And, and it's not, um, there's nothing shady going on here. They're not trying to pull a fast one over you. They're actually trying to do you you know, do you a service and they're trying to help you. And there's this resistance in a lot of organizations that I see of being like, oh, we want to buy direct because they think they're going to get a better deal out of it, or they think they're going to get better value, or they think they're going to get better support. And usually all three of those are no's. You're going to get, you're going to pay more, you're going to get less service, you're going to get less value. You don't want to do it. If the resellers exist with that manufacturer, go buy it from a reseller. If you don't know the reseller to use, call me, we'll help you. We'll help you figure out how to do this. And again, this isn't like the mom and pops in their neighborhood. You got to use a big boys they are going to be aggravating to deal with it's it's um but that's okay because all you just need is you just need a little like you, you know you, you need a you need a map you just need a map and a guide to like negotiate through the you know navigate you through the bureaucracy and once you have that magic map with a compass attached to it um what you can do is phenomenal and we've seen i've seen just i've seen incredible things happen when you have manufacturer reseller service provider and customer alignment and, and just really phenomenal outcomes for the customer, which is, you know, and in today's economy that is usually driven around, how do we reduce our spend? You know, we need to cut our burn. How do we reduce our costs? How do we become more operationally efficient and in a lot of cases, these are situations where you can do both at the same time. You can become more operationally efficient. You can take a lot of load off of your staff and let them redirect into projects that actually generate revenue for you. And you can save money along the way. And you can tie all this together in a neat little bow. And you can take and get an advantage that maybe your competitors are refusing to do because they're too stubborn to realize that maybe your resellers are good. I'm Max Clark. Hope it helps.